You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Gentlemen, new shoes. Tired. I just woke up. Yeah. We were, oh, we were supposed to do the airline. Oh, there you go. There you go. You got it. You got the damn thing. There's a little bit more juice there, pal. Shows some respect to Lieutenant Rand McNally, flying in with no instruments. I'll share this with everybody. In the link bay. In the Dropbox. I'll share this in the, uh, like, the Overnight Drive Patreon-only Dropbox. We should talk about our Dropbox all the time. Just checking the Dropbox. Checking the Dropbox. Everyone's got the uh, password. Um, this is what you're listening to now. You just heard New Shoes, which was an, a rarity that a freestyle group would come from Portland, Oregon. Co-opting. Not but, much. Not much good. Out of Portland. No, I think New Shoes is probably the best band to ever come out of Portland. Uh, all right, hold on. Like, let's talk nuts, but like... Oh, so who else? Slater Kinney? Uh, the Wipers, obviously. Better right. than... Yeah, come on. The Wipers are better than New Shoes. Yeah. Okay, let's look at the Billboard magazine. <laughs> okay, let's look at Billboard magazine. I remember that song? I can't wait. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Return of the Rat was cracking the, the, uh, the sky there. Okay. It was. It fucking punched a hole in the clouds. It's, uh, you know, uh, smart people say that's actually their worst record. Youth of, the, Youth of America is actually their best I, record. Mm, you I, call Sean Diddy and ask him what his favorite wipers are. We actually is. really should do that. Oh, he's very high right now. I, uh, he's on a cloud. I only think Youth of America is good for the one good song, but the good song is also 15 minutes long. Right. So it's like, the rest of the record's not that hot. Right, and also the I, I thought it would maybe them be them doing a Kim Carnes cover mm, of America, not. but it's not. It's not. Sadly enough, it's not. Uh, the local um, local band that near the end was trying to jump on the Green Day uh, <laughs> hype all fall down. Oh uh, my God! Did do a Kim, wow, uh, Kim Carnes uh, cover. Kids, Kids in America. Kids in America. Yay. I don't even think... I think that is so off the radar, we wouldn't even be able to find it on YouTube. No, no, no. It's... 
when you do covers like that, that's a cheap bar tactic to get yeah. people into. Oh you. yeah, absolutely. It's like when you do when you need band, you need like live shots for your band, your hardcore band. You do a cover, and people like will oh, jump. everyone flips out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like you do you do the Warzone cover, and everybody jumps on stage, but then nobody cares about your other songs. Um, we worked with two of those guys from that band. We did. Um, and I remember like I remember when that record came out when I was like a young punker. And I had it because, like, everyone had it because you lived in Albany. And it was, like, issued to you. Sure, of course. Um, long, long, long walk home. Yeah, There's long walk home. One of their albums. And it's Pre-Stigmata, if anybody's into that. Is that right? Yeah. Oh. Well, probably um, mid. I don't know. I think mid. mid. I think Stigmata was around. Well, they were around, but then they shared members or They whatever. did. They Nobody really did. did. Who knows? Who cares? Um, but, yeah, so I had that record, and then it was gone. And then I, I, it was one of these things where I was just like, man, I really wish I still had that. Like I wanted to listen to it or, you know, something. And I was at work one day and I'm going through boxes of shirts oh, no. and I open up a box and it's hundreds and hundreds of copies <laughs> of that record. I'm Holy like, well, I guess I'll just take one of these. Do you have? Wow. Uh, yeah. Do you still have them? Uh, I don't think so. Wow. Hundreds all, of copies. All my CDs are gone and my records. Actually, I, I don't own anything. I gave, or I let my, I let Gab's mother's boyfriend, uh, who was like, like a, a generation older, uh, hardcore kid. Yeah. Um, hardcore man. Hard, <laughs> hardcore a corman, gentleman. Yeah, a, a, a corman. Corsman. Corsman. Yeah. Um, I gave him all my records to like hang on to because he was going through like a vinyl thing and I didn't have any room. And now we've split up. And I guess, like, I'm totally within my rights to just call and be like, yo, man, can I can I grab my records back? <laughs> you don't think this is the spoils of war? No, but, I mean, the thing is, like, he was always, it was, he had them for years. And afterwards, I, he would still be like, oh, I mean, when you take those back, it's fine. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Is he okay? Holy shit. Yeah. He did it. He did it. Rand McNally. Good job. Rand McNally. So what, were, what were we saying? Uh... Sorry to interrupt you, Andrew. I think we owe it to our listeners to say what we're talking about. Um, Rand McNally lost all of his instruments and his radar and everything. and only had the radio feed from the uh, the faint radio feed and the loose direction of where he was supposed to go on the aircraft carrier. And they guided him in based on strength of radio signal and visual landing, VFR, visual landing. Yeah, he did and the damn thing. He did the damn thing. And it was, they, uh, the guy guiding him in, his his call... His call sign was Bug, and he got the Navy Cross for that. Crazy. I was just watching a homicide hunter where a kid named Bug was was taking pot shots at people, but it turns out Bug didn't exist. The kid that they, the kid who told him the story about Bug was actually the shooter. My favorite. To go back and get him. My favorite slang term for vagina. Bug. bug. <laughs> my throat is doing something. Yeah, what's going on? <clears throat> do you get a lozenge? You know what? I do. Do mm-hmm. you have one? I don't. You know, see? One hand usually uh, washes the other. I scratch your back, your scratch mine. However, not in this... Not this time. Not in this time. It's crazy time, Andrew. Yeah. This is a, this is a wild time. We'll be there for you, no matter what happens. I, I really will. You know, it's... Diff- Actually, you know what? No, I won't. This is something <laughs> I've come to terms with... There we go. ...lately. Yeah, exactly. Um, I put up that thing, the North remembers that... That bullshit you posted for clout. Sure. But I want everyone listening to remember the cowards. Remember uh, when the yeah, cowards RTC. ask you. Yeah. When the cowards ask help moving. No. When they ask, uh, can you watch my dog? 
<laughs> Can you or, or uh, are you going to come to my show? Are we still friends? Yo, remember the band cowards for sure. <laughs> Yo, remember those remember, guys. Remember their like, uh, remember, yeah, remember your coffee place that you like to go to that closed way too early mm, and for no reason. Mm, yeah. Mm, Look, remember I'm, the North remembers. The North remembers um, the shit you did for class. Yo, remember, sure. remember these people. These are the people that abandoned you. Yeah, especially your remember time. the anarchist band that started fucking spouting government propaganda the second that their lives were stressful in any capacity. You know that there was a food not bombs show <laughs> benefit yes, show. I do know that there was a benefit bomb, not bomb bombs benefit show the other day, and it was virtual. Yeah, virtually live. I didn't watch it. But I have a feeling that it might have been like, like thirty people, twenty sparsely of, attended, twenty of whom are are audio engineers in the chat. Because every every live thing I've ever watched for bands, I actually enjoy. Everyone becomes an audio engineer. Mm. Oh, what are you running through? What are you running through? I don't know. Everyone has technical difficulties to the point where it's becoming a thing to have technical difficulties, like as if you weren't meek enough. Like the, oh, you're saying, wow. Yeah. No, no, I'm serious. It's, you know how there's a band in your town or a band that you see that opens up for a band you want to see. And they're like, after every song, they apologize for something. It's now on to virtual Zoom shows where they have technical difficulties, almost, it's almost like it's on purpose. And they apologize for it and ask for help. And that's the new aesthetic. Oh God! Sorry about the technical difficulties. Does anybody know what to do? And everyone jumps in. Oh, you gotta restart. You gotta. Why don't you reboot your iPhone? Blah, 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 blah. It's so nuts, and it happens on every single stream now. Wow! And it's fucking. So I can only imagine, because you don't want to appear as if you're Compton. encouraging the continuance of society at, at any level, or trying to do something, or or showing that no matter. I mean, even though people are. Die, even though nurses walk into the hospital and there's a, there's a four inches of blood they have to walk through every day, <laughs> apparently, whatever. Like it's the crusades. There's like in two there. people in a, in a tent, um, <clears throat> whatever. And and now they're like, well, oh, we don't want to appear as if we're you know excited about this at all. So it's like every live stream has fake issues, like. Or it's like the band that like is the aesthetic is like small amps that you don't know how to use. And then you're like, you're kind of like floppy nerds. Like you look like the peanuts gang when you get on yeah. stage <laughs> and people are like, oh boy. but now you can sit in the comfort of your own living room and go, oh boy. You can have porn open in another window. Yeah. Well, that's, that's the greatest part. Cause I used to lean against the wall and watch porn under my jacket. Oh, that's pretty good. And be a creepy perv and touch my. My, you know, my, my John Thomas through my jeans. I assume it was a leather duster you were wearing. <laughs> I've um, never owned a leather duster. I've had the opportunity a few times. So I... Uh, <clears throat> anyways, I'm sorry. I, no, no. You were, this is on topic. I was reading uh, a thread on the internet. Uh, I think it was yesterday. Um, talking about how physical fitness, a strong upper body, is a... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? correlates to fascist thought that if you are physically fit you are more likely to be a fascist i'm not sure that that uh i'm not sure that people have enough time to sit at home and think about this stuff yeah um <laughs> i think this was a person who was advocating for not being physically fit and to guard themselves against the eventuality that they may become fascist 
It was a trip, man. It was wild. <laughs> like somebody local. Uh, no, I don't think so. Well, I, mean, I guess they could have been. Right. But like... This is why you got to remember the nerds. This is why you got to remember the cowards. Like, yeah, RTC. The person who thinks being physically fit is fascist is not going to do anything positive for your life, right. but can certainly do negative things. You got to get rid of these fucking. You have to take the trash out sometimes. <laughs> you can't just let it sit on the back porch and fester. That's how it. you get raccoons. Plus, a lot of times you can't really control your body makeup. Yeah, right? If, you're, if you have a body that has your metabolic pathways are in order and you can, like, you're, you can just, you just are ripped as a rule, uh, as a general rule. What, what are you going to hide your muscles? Apparently, yeah. You got to wear like a fucking like a 2XL overcoat. Or like do a thing where you like starve yourself so you uh, um, like you go into a catabolic state where you lose muscles. Yeah. There's a point. Uh, this goes back to that Mike Tyson video that we watched oh, yeah. where the guy just assumed that it, everything was going to go his way and it didn't. Leon Spinks. The person, yes. Leon Spinks thought everyone was going and everything oh, yeah. was going to be Leon Spinks' fucking night. Um the person who thinks that being weak is a strength exists solely at the joy of the strong. That's it. Like once somebody strong decides they don't like that anymore and they split that kid's head open, it's a wrap, man. That's it. So well, or, don't be around this. We're not even, it doesn't even get to the point of combat. You just assume because somebody is bigger than you that they want to destroy you. Yes. And that's usually not yeah. the case. I've run into that because I'm a bigger guy, and a couple of times I've had to I've had to push somebody. I push them very far, and they've mm-hmm. been on the ground both times. But I, I, ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the time, I'm not going to do anything. I don't feel <laughs> that way at all. And I don't know if I put I give off a, an error of like uh, whatever, but it's not um, not something you need to like essentially like rally any type of troops around. Yeah, it's very because strange. It's just everybody has a different body type, and if you pursue physical fitness in your daily life. That is that has always been intimidating to people based on your diligence and like pride and like you know you have it together you're able to do all the other stuff you need to do during the day and exercise which yep. is all most people aren't able to do that or don't want to do that and that kills people. It's very strange because <laughs> everybody wants everyone else to be on their level and it's just that's never going to happen. So this is really just a plea for everyone to be on their level. Yeah. And if you're not, if you're not, you know, if somebody you know is striving or uh, they, people will hate that. People yeah, then you're will... apparently a fascist. Right. And, <laughs> which is like, uh, that's really like someone uh, has been like sitting too, way too long. Like just go, go, and go outside and you don't have to work out, but you just go, go outside and maybe don't worry about stuff. Like you don't like, this is, we're at peak, like worry about everything. Yeah. Oh my God. I'll and, take the trash uh, out. No, yeah, we're, we're going to take the trash out. We're not going to be uh, too heavy on the Mm-mm. COVID because it's just. It's this just isn't a, even COVID. This is just no, fucking life shit. Well, it's a, it's a result of COVID because um, people are inside and they have a lot more time to think. And because nobody ever t- talks to each other in a real way, everybody just thinks they're right. God Almighty! Without like being informed one way or the other, some people are right, um, but right is a you know not a fixed position. So basically, like you have your standards and practices and somebody else has their standards and practices and you don't have to hate them for that you know unless it's like like actually fascist which it, it isn't usually I like, 
I can count on a Ninja Turtle hand how many actual fascists I've met in my life. It's like they don't come, up, they don't come up that often. Right. You know, it's very strange. And, and they'll, it's just, it's like uh, vegans or anything else. Like, they'll really let you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, they, yeah. they are. Like, super, they'll crowbar that right into a conversation. <laughs> First thing. Yeah. Hi, I'm Ted the Fascist. Yeah, exactly. Oh, sick. Okay. Hi. Yeah. Hi, Ted. Yeah. <laughs> but everyone else is just trying to get through their goddamn life. And sorry if I started doing pull-ups. I guess the next step is to turn the ovens on. Yeah, next I gotta. I have to walk down the street, flogging myself to make sure everyone notices that I. Yes. Uh, I feel extreme guilt for what I've done. Yeah, sorry. I've uh, one week I'm benching two fifteen, and the next week I'm ordering Nazi memorabilia. <laughs> I don't know how I got here, <laughs> but thank you for pointing it out. I just woke up and I had a ceremonial SS dagger in my house. It blood, was so strange. Yeah, blood and honor, man. Um, yeah, so that was uh, that was a weird, fun thing. That's really good. And speaking of um, actual peak weirdness, like we're entering, we're coming into, we're flying uh, uh, much like uh, Lieutenant Rand McNally. Was. <laughs> we're the Rand McNally right we now. Are, okay. We are in the Rand McNally because we're flying without any instruments. We're completely blind and we only have like one voice guiding us to where we're supposed to land. We don't even know what that voice is. But we, because we, I love that no matter how much... You know, there's a saying, like the saying is like, everybody's an anarchist until the rent's due. Oh, yeah. We're experiencing that full force. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's an anarchist until the rent's due. But also like, well, the the day that Donald Trump said everyone has to wear a mask, everyone had, did mask selfies. And now it's like the day that the governor said that things can start opening, people are like getting ready. Like, it's just like we're all waiting for like, what are what are we, who, who and what are we waiting for? I like, think, I don't know if I talked about this with you or on the podcast um, if I talked about it on the podcast, I apologize for repeating myself. What we have going on here, uh, cowards among us decided they wanted to go outside when it got nice out and they saw their friends going out and they got, you know, like a little, they got a little sad. And so, and there was no, there was no good narrative shift. Sure. There was no like Dr. Fucking, Oh, you know what people hate? So. When uh, when they say something about your mask and you go, okay, Doctor Fauci, you should definitely try that at home. It's fun. Um, it's really good. So they there was no good narrative for it. So all of these people, all these cowards, just got silent. If you noticed, mm. uh, right it's around like quiet. the ninth of the month, they yeah. got very very quiet. And what's going on? Is these people are all as sick going of outside. it? Yeah, exactly. As doing their thing. Sick of it as everybody else, but yeah, but they have to somehow. Well, this is the trick. There, it's it's a long con, and it's like a real dumb long con, where if people go out and it comes back, which is yo, I'm not a scientist. I say that that is certainly possible. Um, people go out and uh, and it comes back. They retain their rights to say, I told you so, because they never sure. had to come out and say, like, oh, you know what? I think it's okay for us to go out. And <laughs> if it doesn't, they've retained their rights to say, yeah, you know, I've been going out for a while. I really, I think, uh, I, I think <laughs> yeah. this is the right thing. Okay. It, the unbelievable spinelessness in this act is like, yeah, it's, like it's stunning. It's no stunning that there's no there's no what's the word I'm looking for like snitches get stitches cowards don't get their heads split open Mm -hmm. and maybe they should 
You know what I mean? Like, well, I mean, maybe we got to fucking, we got to beat a few of these guys up. Maybe that's how it works. Sorry, I'm probably I, going to jail I, for that one. I'm not going to beat uh, up. Let's not go too heavy. I think, I think it's time to be bullies again. I think, I think the bullies out there, like, I'm talking to you, scary overnight drive fucking face tattoo crew. Uh, the bullies out there, it's time. Gentlemen, it's time. <laughs> fucking rev your engines. Um, no, I see. I, like, I, there's, there's no, uh, there's no downside to people being cowards, and so you get a lot of cowardice, and it's pathetic and very sad. And I hope people listening are not doing that and are taking uh, the majority, bold stock of their lives. I think the majority of people aren't. I think Which, that's but the thing. The problem is that the people who are, are like the, they're so loud. Will really let you know. Yeah, they're so loud. It's so insane. Um, and it's like you know, it's it, and it, it it becomes where I can't talk about it um, without crying. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I did notice you were crying for twenty minutes now, which is I know, strange. But, it just, but it's the thing was like tears are falling, and uh, it's it's a little weird because uh, usually there's another component to crying, like a vocal component. Like oh, oh no, but I'm just, just I'm just tears are just coming out. Just letting it's very the, weird. Just letting it. Well. I just thought you had personal things going on. No, never. <laughs> for once no never one not no not in a long time personal things are you know fleeting that's cool yeah and to stay the course bro personal things are a fucking stupid nightmare god they're so stupid well I hate them <laughs> i uh got in a, i was uh feeling frustrated the past few days and i got oh, in a no. weird work argument with somebody i work with oh, <laughs> about, okay. no- about nothing about printers and i just felt bad and i apologized wow I was unlike you I apologize sometimes when I when Turn I know the pedants though. No, no, definitely. Not. I just assume the person you're working with. Oh, is absolutely. A pedant, so. And was just like nitpicking for no reason and being like kind of malicious about it. And then I was just like, so I just let him have it in like a like nice. a, our daily our daily meeting, and like really let him have it. And people like had my back. And it was like, and then afterward I was like, yeah, man. You know, I've been uh, kind of frustrated lately. Yeah, I'm sorry to crucify you in <laughs> yeah. front of people. I kind of did, <laughs> and I was proud of myself because usually I get like. Like mush mouth when I'm mad, but sure. I was just like very clearly like not having it because this dude likes to condescend a lot, and I was just like not having it. And um, yeah, everything was fine. So if you uh, ever want a work argument, I salute you. You got one, man. There you I go. salute you with a beer. Um, but we don't have to talk about it. this. Is no, a, we get this yeah, is we, the new normal. We man. snuck it and, in, man. No, we did. We haven't. It's not, hey, to our credit, we haven't done it in like a month. And it's because we didn't think it would still be going on, but here we are. Very true. <laughs> um, Fuck, I hope I'm recording. Otherwise, it's going to be very sad if yeah. I just recorded all this. To... Okay, we're good. We're all set. Okay, we're good. Everyone um, relax. But now, we last have... week's episode didn't have intro music, and I realized it after the fact, but I was just far too lazy to make another one, so no, there's no, no intro music. But it's the same song as the outro, so you really you get it's, you miss nothing. Headed for a heartbreak. Headed for a heartbreak. You know, there's a lot of death happening in the world. Is that right? Yeah, Fred Willard died. Mm, sad. Which is very sad. Mm. We're going to cover that. Roy Horn, mm. the victim of Breaking the hom- news. victim of the homophobic tiger. But, oh, that's right. I forgot the tiger was homophobic. Well, I don't know if people know the story. Maybe I should tell it yeah, again. Yeah, take it from the top. So what happened was Roy and Siegfried were uh, experiencing an intimate moment at their chateau in Las Vegas. Their big spread. And the, ta- the homophobic tiger... Uh, or was it a, no, it was a tiger. The homophobe, the tiger came around the corner and saw them kissing and was like, Whoa. Blind rage. And got really mouthy. 
<laughs> in the only uh, the way a tiger could. He went into a fugue like, state. And I was rolling around like a like a kitten, like not knowing what to do. You know, and then like he was ruminating and not eating, and the cat people were like, "Oh, I hope this big cat is." Okay, it was when a cat costs so much money to get this fucking corpse out of here if it dies. <laughs> right. So cats, when cats are depressed, they don't eat, and um, so like the cat wasn't eating, and but then you know the the basically the tiger um, made it clear to them in, in an action that he did not like what he saw. Flash forward a couple of weeks, they're doing their warm up set, they're practicing, doing a dress rehearsal for their show. And um, and the, the the lion the tiger handler comes out and says, "All right, you'll be working with Manticore today." And Manticore. they're like, mm-hmm. and Roy's like, "Oh, Shit. that's the that's a, that's the big cat that saw he us. hates me. He saw me with my hand on Siegfried's uh, I can't, jogger pants. I can't go to where Manticore is. He hates me." Yeah, Manticore was like, and then Manticore was like, and got really mad and bit Roy's face. What was the name of? It was Battle Cat when it was He-Man's, like... But what was the name? She-Ra. No. God, no. I gotta look it up. I forget what Battle Cat's alter ego was. Battle Cat. Yeah, I think it was called She-Ra. It was not. She-Ra was <laughs> He-Man for girls. He-Man. Oh, it was He-Man's girlfriend. They right? never met, did they? I don't, I mean, they, I don't they remember. Did. I think She-Ra was a Thundercats thing. Uh, no, She-Ra was its own thing. It was, uh, it was legitimately female he-man complete with the same cast of characters but just gender oh. specific oh, you were no. thinking of chitara oh chitara okay or chitara i don't know chitara ah cringer was the oh, name oh i remember cringer because yeah. cringer was a, a frady cat yep there you go oh, so look at, look at how oh. nice cringer and adam are adam with his weird <laughs> haircut john Eric. how did i not turn out gay this was my favorite cartoon when uh, i was a kid this seems like what happened john eric hexham was in line for the uh, live action he-man before he died oh, very sad missed out i know so um anyways <laughs> and then roy got bit and then flash forward a few weeks or a few years roy Doing whatever people in Las Vegas do, I guess. He contracted coronavirus. Uh-uh. And he died from complications of coronavirus. Now, whenever I hear that, I think, well, he was 75 and probably like lived a rich person's lifestyle. A lot, sure. of, a lot of fatty food, maybe some drugs, you know, lots of drinking, that kind of thing. So maybe, you know, maybe he died of COVID and maybe he died of other things and then COVID too, whatever. Yeah, maybe he was... Yeah, <laughs> but uh, immunocompromised, I think, is the word you're looking for. Maybe, yeah, yeah. that's totally true. Um, but this was headline fucking news in Las Vegas, um, and it's pretty sad. I uh, believe it. There, think of how little is going on in Las Vegas right now. Oh, it yeah. hasn't been this desolate since it was a fucking desert. Like Trisha nothing. Was here at the Mirage back in 2003. That Roy Horn was severely injured after one of his tigers bit him. He did make Cringer. a miraculous recovery, Manticore. Then, but now he's battling his health. The homophobic again, tiger. With COVID-19, it was one of the highest-grossing shows on the Strip. Siegfried and Roy. Obviously, being cut at a, at home. Yeah. <laughs> have been a very good team. Siegfried and Roy. And the way this is Siegfried, a grieving Siegfried. Siegfried telling ABC's Deborah Roberts last mm-hmm. year that over decades of performing, there had never been more than minor mishaps with animals. Um, um, that sounds like uh, vaguely dirty, doesn't it? 
My, that's where my mind goes, and that's probably a pretty bad place yeah, to nothing, be. Nothing, just only minor. Only minor clouds. Only minor incidents with animals. Only clouds minor influ- influence. Mm. Influence. Mm. <laughs> but uh, there are a couple of rips that I'd like everybody to hear. Yeah, let's do it. It's me that nobody's talking about this. Uh, as you guys know, I'm moving to Vegas very soon, and oh, I'm obsessed fuck. with like, everything Vegas. Vegas bloggers. You look exactly uh, like somebody who had moved to Vegas. It's incredible. Jacob does Vegas. Finally, he was back on the strip. It's starting to look busy. That's really good. And actually, the only person I saw really. This person this looks up like. A computer-generated um, person who had moved to Vegas. <laughs> yes. But Roy Horn of, like, Siegfried and Roy die. Um, which, I guess, like, I'm just showing my age. I'm 38. I'm kind of in between. Like, most of his fans were, like, a little bit older. But I always wanted to go see them. And then he got attacked to the Tiger. And they shut that shit down real fast. Um, <laughs> but no, wow. Wow. What a bitch like <laughs> all the things like he dies what a bitch. from like complications due to you know they never COVID-19, say of covid-19 weird. it's always complications like, due to you got mauled by a tiger and you were all right you know what i'm saying like well, i don't know if uh, she has a point but I, i'd love to like, feel bad for keep listening uh Siegfried, like you know they've been together forever like like allegedly after everything they've been through it's just it's just weird it's just ironic out of all the people like you would never think a very um, weird grasp of irony it's weird it's like i I almost forgot about them for a hot second and now he suddenly passed away so second my condolences i'm surprised actually more people are not talking about this right now especially with like the whole tiger king like documentary it's all just like super weird timing right now but anyway um much respect him and um what much respect him yeah it's just crazy. Do you have a fucking nail in your brain <laughs> um happy magic everybody out there what the fuck and youtube and facebook land today is a very very sad day we have lost one of the- <laughs> Okay, so listening to this guy, wh- where, what do you think, what do- type of domicile do you think he's in? I assumed he was in Tibet. No, he's in an unfinished basement <laughs> with Christmas lights <laughs> hanging down. Uh, and they, um, and like a shop light. So. The best magician. But he has red hair. Yeah, very strange. And the woman before him, the guy, woman before him had red hair. We're going to have a lot of weird hair here. Today we will be doing this live and archiving this for all to view. Fuck, please burn your house down. Please, please. To Roy. You see... Six views. Roy was born (laughs) in Germany in 1944. While working on a cruise ship... He had so much life left in him. (laughs) (laughs) Jeez. (laughs) Not a good year for Germany. Wow. Sigford Roy was a very famous My dad's age. Las Vegas show. Two partners. But you never thought your dad was going to outlive Roy. I should ask him. Like, do you ever think you'd outlive Roy? <laughs> He's like, yeah, of course. And he'd probably say something about Roy's sexuality. Oh yeah, yeah we just, just the icing, it. the icing on the cake. Um. <laughs> okay. He passed away today of COVID. Right, he's about to say it. Hey guys, Brett Weiss here. Thank you so much for tuning in. Got some sad news today. Roy Horn of the famous uh, Lion Taming Act, the performance artist <laughs> of Siegfried and Roy. I don't know if they're lion Failed lion tamer. Yeah. He didn't tame the lion. 75 years old, you know, in the vulnerable, vulnerable category. 
and um, he vulnerable. was diagnosed about a week ago, and he did pass away. And TMZ reported it first, of course. They seem to have people everywhere, and just um, they, they're a very respected source these days. Are for, you looking uh, for a job, man? You know, yeah. Won't you, you sleep on their steps? They seem to get ahead of stories uh, before anybody else. Is this, is this a TMZ uh, tribute? Or? This is, uh, he's, he's Nightcrawler accusing right now. Get ready. <laughs> true that he passed away. As a okay. matter of fact, um, there is a uh, statement from Siegfried. Uh, oh, fuck. Martin, oh, fuck. Uh, oh, fuck. Partner, obviously, of many years. Right, let's and, hear uh, it. Siegfried told TMZ, Today, the world has lost one of the greats of magic, but I have lost my best friend. From the moment we met, Best friend. Knew Roy yeah. and I together would change the world. There could be no Siegfried without Roy and no, no Roy without Siegfried. Siegfried goes on. Roy was a fighter his whole life. Including yeah, I really okay. hope Siegfried right. goes on as part of his statement. Siegfried Roy goes, goes on. on. Siegfried goes on. No, and, and if, yeah, you go on like the new show is just Siegfried. Yeah, Siegfried great. goes on. That's what it's called. It's too. Siegfried and Sean Duty. Here we are. Oh. Sean Duty finally gets his Vegas show. <laughs> That'd be great. The show where he just the dancing the big band starts playing Dancing Queen and he reluctantly dancing comes on stage. Dancing, ladies and gentlemen, Sean Duty, and then he comes on like Dancing Queen. Oh my God, that would be a video we should do. That'd be really good. Yeah, excellent. Um, Fred Willard died. Which yeah, is very sad. Oh, you know what? I meant to pull that clip for you, and I didn't. What we, clip? Uh, we talked about the clip. I th- we might have talked about this in the last episode. I forget if we were recording or not. There's a scene in A Mighty Winds where whatever, <laughs> like the folk band is practicing, and uh, yeah. they're, they're doing like a pirate thing or some, some bullshit. And Fred Willard comes in, and he's about to interject, but just him walking on screen and turning and looking, and you see him like work it in his mind. Whoa! Is... It is actually like it is physical comedy gold. Oh it's incredible how funny he is without saying a word. It like I remember watching it in the theater and like I couldn't breathe. It was so good. I don't I, even remember the rest of the scene. I just remember that part. Everybody, do yourselves a favor and look up some Fred Willard, Willard clips. Yeah, really. The, good. the clip that I of his that I love a lot. Fred Willard in 1983 had an opportunity <laughs> to do. You love how this is starting. <laughs> Fred Willard in 1983 had an opportunity to do um, what's called a Ronco commercial, which is Ronco is Ronco Peel. He invented like everything. From he's Mr. the best. Mr. Microphone. Um, he's like, he's the guy on Sunday afternoon. You'll see him on the television selling like uh, an air cooker. Yep. But before that, they're like, oh, you're, you're famous, I guess, because he was on Fernwood Tonight, which people didn't get at all and just thought it was a bad talk show. So they gave him a bunch of money to do a pasta cooking show with his wife. And Fred Willard trolled the entire oh, time. So good. And, uh, well, the, somebody was, uh, somebody named Video Pate was nice enough to put it all together. Oh, thank God. Notice Fred Willard, the genius of subtle, subtle comedy. And just basically acting like him is so funny. And, While you uh, play this, I'm going to go shut the door since apparently people are shouting outside. Yeah, apparently they open up a nightclub in the backyard. Pasta, pasta, pasta. How many times... But I want, I, I want Andrew to hear it, so I'm going to stop it and just vamp. I'm going to vamp. You know, vamp. let's think of some famous vamps. You know, like a vamp is like a brassy woman. What the movie vamp? True. Vamp 182. Oh, that was Turk 182. Like a video vamp, like Def Leppard said. I think Britney Spears is the last vamp. How dare people interrupt us this way? Hit me like a bomb, baby. All Come right. on, get I'm it on. Now. 
Pasta, pasta, pasta. How many times have we heard that word? What makes pasta so <laughs> This isn't a goof. He actually got paid U.S. money for this. And you know quite a bit about pasta. And during an, an interview with Norm MacDonald, he copped to just doing this. <laughs> more and more people are turning to pasta simply because there are so many <laughs> traditional pasta dishes like spaghetti and lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> Types and shapes, and I never know exactly what. Pointing I'm out the inanity of this it's fucking show. You stuff that. Yes. Tell me this: Why is that every time you go to a good restaurant, the pasta is always perfect? Straining your noodles. Straining your noodles. I like that. It has a nice ring to it. Yes. So a colander, very colander. necessary. Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. There's a good big pot. Yeah. So you can take it on the fork and spin it on the, the spin the it on the spoon. And, ah, that's right. That's hot. Ah yes. Put your hand in there. Of course Don't not. touch the. Uh, the dude is a genius. Hand. They're saying I'm melting. I'm melting. Oh, poor babies. <laughs> no, they they actually enjoy this. Do they? Fred Willard, I'm going to hit you. But because it was shown at midnight for unemployed people, like for unemployed people, they're like, fuck it, we'll run it. One of my favorite American pasta dishes uses stufferoni pasta, chicken, broccoli, and cheddar cheese. And there you have it, the proof of the pudding. (laughs) Swirls Mm -hmm. around the side. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm really getting the hang of this. Let's try something a little fancier. Now, what is (laughs) Cooking pasta. I'm really getting the hang of this. The oil is in the pan. Exactly. Baked chicken Italiano it is. I'm really getting the swing of things. Let this be my turn. What are yeah, we making? This, you may want something with a little more tomato taste. Yes, that's the I mood I'm in. I suggest making... Being an, an absolute cocksucker and probably getting paid 50 grand to do this. Fettuccine al fresco. I'm glad you had to say it and I'll cook it. <laughs> Since people don't eat right, what does it do? It adds to their exhaustion. It's a vicious cycle. You're tired. <laughs> you don't eat right, you're tired, right? That's right. And you know what happens oh, then? it's terrible. One day you'll die. My God, I thought you were going to say heartburn. Mm-hmm. You'll actually die. <laughs> we want to avoid that. We want to avoid that at all costs. And did you know that pasta mm-hmm. is one of the best forms of pasta? <laughs> <laughs> pasta is also a good diet food. If you don't believe me, well, just look at this body. No, no. Make mealtime a family time. Turn the TV Turn off. Turn it off. Turn you it don't. Off. <laughs> I mean, so many people think if they miss 30 minutes of TV, the world's going to end. The world's going to continue. There's no problem. Wait a year and you'll see the rerun. But they're so busy watching the TV. They don't even concentrate. They don't it's the TV. They don't even know what the, what's on. Or in on. some cases, they don't even see what they're eating. No, they, they could be eating anything. That's right. So get, get rid of the distractions. That's right. Put the doggy Take out. Take the dog out. You don't need the animal in the house. So <laughs> what? <laughs> interruptions means a great meal. Of course, get rid of the bad interruptions. Can you think of anything more annoying than unnecessary interruptions? (laughs) (laughs) Wow, super good. Yeah, and that actually aired on uh, syndicated TV across the nation. (laughs) And they were like, and people like, people called him and they're like, hey, you okay? And he's like, oh, yeah, I made a bunch of money yeah, doing it. Awesome. It's fine. Bought a boat. Yeah, and uh, they were like, but he did another, um, this is real quick, this is a minute long. He, uh, his, uh, he's playing the Air Force Colonel in oh, Spinal so Tap. That's what I thought you were starting with. Yeah. So good. Fine, may I start by saying how thrilled we are to have you here. We are such fans of your music and all of your records. I'm not speaking of yours personally, but the whole genre, the rock and roll, and so many of the exciting things that are happening in music today. (laughs) (laughs) This is all ad lib, too, off the top of his head. It's brilliant. 
I see you all have a head start on it. These haircuts wouldn't pass military muster, believe me. Although I shouldn't talk, I, my hair's getting a little shaggy too. Better not get too close to you, they'll think I'm part of the band. <laughs> Walk this way, please. Uh, right through here. Did you ever run into a musical group works out of Kansas City, calls themselves Four Jacks and a Jill? They've been at a Ramadi in there for about 18 months. If you're ever in Kansas City and you want to hear some good music, you might want to... Oh, it's so, so brilliant. He nails it. This is all like one, like one shot. I think all his movies are like this. I think yeah. they just let these people just fucking roll. I make it now. It's about 1,830 hours. So that's what, 50 hours? Actually, hours. That's actually about 30 minutes. About a half hour, give or take, just a few minutes. I don't want to rush you. The idea is if we can get it on and we uh, get it over with. And I have just one request: would you play a couple of slow numbers so I can dance? <laughs> <laughs> um, fucking amazing! One so, of my favorite scenes in uh, was it Best in Show? They're talking about the, he's, he's the judge, and they're talking about something or other. I was like, oh, yeah, look at that. Let me ask you a question. How much do you think I could bench press? <laughs> <laughs> Let me really ask you a good. question. How much do you think I could bench press? Really, 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 good. really. Like, even like. I think he also survived a Me Too thing, didn't he? he I think he got like nailed on something. It was just like. I, or he like, got caught jerking off, like, like missed a Pee Wee thing or I some don't know. shit. Oh, he was like 80. Yeah. He was like 85. I mean, people are just like, oh, he's 80, you know, and he's yeah. a national fucking treasure. Um, but our, our friend Ryan Van Wyck uh, uh, won't let anybody forget. Oh, yeah. News in the world of acting. Um, yes, the world of acting. A famous, well-known actor and comedian Fred Willard has died. Died. Um, he was 86 years old. Frederick Charles Willard was born September 18th, 1933. Even though he did die yesterday, but it was just put up today. He died May 15th, 2020. was an American actor, comedian, and, and writer. He was best known for his roles in the Rob Reiner mockumentary film, This is Final Tap. And the Christopher Guest mockumentary films, Waiting for Guffman, Best in Show, A Mighty One for Your Consideration, Mascots, and the and the and the Ron Burgundy Anchorman film series. <laughs> it was on Anchorman, wasn't it? Um, I only saw it once. I didn't actually see Anchorman. <clears throat> Thank you, Ryan. Uh, that I just looked it up. He was arrested for jerking off in a porn theater. Just so good. Why, why do you got to be Mike Tyson about that, man? Just adds to the fuck and just adds to the mystique. Yeah, because he's a, he's a fine. He's a dude who just wants to go and get his nut off. Yep. Yeah, oh, I went to a, 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 jerking off in a place where you're supposed to jerk off. Well, that's kind of the thing. The that was his defense. He's like, yeah, it's a porn theater. You jerk off there. Yeah. Like, it's really good. It's really it's, deadpan. It's just like, yeah, like Pee Wee. It's like Pee Wee went on a big like national apology tour. That's like, well, you, it was never for kids. He used to do comedy shows with mirrors on his feet, like looking at people's dresses and shit. Like, of course, he's a deviant. Whatever. Speaking of deviant, I just want to... Really quickly, I have my uh, videos all set, Andrew. And all know, right. I like to do my I video. know. You, you were all set here. They call me Mr. Video in prison. <laughs> <laughs> hey, a, Mr. Video! It's a Fred Willard uh, tribute whenever I say, oh, that's what they used to call me in prison. Um, <laughs> but uh, I... Um, hold on here. My playlist went away. Oh, which is sad. Um, I have uh, a new clip I'm going to play. Uh, the, just to remind everybody, the um, I find clip a uh, clip or two of... To remind everybody how absolutely wild the 1990s were. Oh, yeah. Okay. And how it's, if you think now is weird, <clears throat> if you think now is weird, this uncertain time where whatever happens, we've got your back. T-I-A-A Kreft or whatever. <laughs> um, some commercial. <laughs> whatever happens, you got your back, man. No one's coming for you. Whatever happens, we've got your back. Exxon Mobil. <laughs> <laughs> whatever happens... We've got your back. The company you're forced to buy internet yes. from. Cox Cable. Oof. 
national grid or whatever, wherever you get your, your power from. Um, yeah, so people were getting murdered for their sneakers. Oh, that's Santa right. In Santa Clara counties. Could Nike's new Air Jordan basketball shoes spark deadly gang violence? Yes. That's what Bay Area police and authorities in surrounding They were they put legislation forth to ban Nikes. Yep. Uh, they do this with uh, starter jackets too. Starter jackets and eight ball jackets. And several other Northern California cities say they are intensely Eight ball jackets is a thing that's still going on. Yeah. It's very weird. What got their attention was a letter to Nike from the mayor of Salinas warning that the shoes could lead to violence. The police interest is not in who's wearing them necessarily, but in what it means when they do. Our biggest concern is that a nationally distributed product by a internationally known corporate name would be used to further promote the uh, ideologies of a criminal organization. No, all you assholes sound like the mayor of Salinas. You realize that, right? Like... <laughs> That's part of why I picked this out. <laughs> Michael Jordan was so popular that people would murder, kill each other over his shoes. Yes. And in a weird way, Michael Jackson advocated for winning at all costs. And if you wanted those shoes, sometimes you'd have to kill somebody. It's funny you just said Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Wow, I'm a little tired today. And gang members mark their territory with their symbols. You can imagine seeing them walking through uh, well. alleys or something, leaving little XIVs all over the floor, you know. Gang outreach workers say even non-gang members who... The gang outreach gangs. worker, the guy from the Second Chance Youth Organization, is wearing Nikes proudly. Oh, Remember the Spur Posse? Oh, yeah. They'd wear starter jackets, specifically Spurs mm-hmm. ones. And they drive around with their high beams on. And if you flip... Oh, if, if you fucking story. If you flick them, you, you corroborated the story. Nike says they have no intention to stop selling them. Yeah, no shit. No fucking Thanks. shit. Are you kidding me? ...in Salinas and Chico this weekend to emphasize what a spokeswoman calls the company's and Michael Jordan's values. The solution is helping build strong communities and helping build strong programs. And, and that's where we choose to... For what? The woman saying strong communities thinks you are so fucking stupid. It's unbelievable. Like, thinks you are the stupidest person on earth. It's mind-blowing how stupid and, like, amoral and witless she thinks you are. It's stunning. Well, I just have one more RIP before we get through that. Uh, Pier 1 died. Oh, that's so sad. And I have a bunch of commercials that I think people should hear. This should only take a minute or two. But Pier 1 is where your parents would drag you. Yes. When they wanted, they had their house, and the house was fine. But maybe they felt a little insecure about having, like... Somebody was coming over that weekend, you know? Yes. Yeah. Maybe you felt a little insecure about having, like, your like your sister and her husband come over who maybe had made a considerable amount of money. Uh, so you're like, well, we should go to Pier 1 and like get a Papazon chair. Let's get a, <laughs> a, a small Aztec deity statue and right. behind the couch. And I'll tell you, when you go there, every, like, when you'd go there, everything would be on like 70% off sale oh, and sure. they'd find like a cool like statue of somebody. My, mother, my mother actually bought an Aztec deity statue yeah. from Pier 1. That had like a slit in the mouth, and it. We always used to put coins in it, mm-hmm. and she would get so fucking mad at us because she had this Pier <laughs> One statue. This was be nice, full of fucking change. Hey, whatever. Take, once a year, take it to Price Chopper. I Coin found Star. one at. Uh, well, there was no opening. That's the thing. They were just stuck in there forever till we broke it. Um, oh, word. I found. Uh, I found it at uh, an antique store. 
a couple months ago. The, that one? That one. Well, not, not the one with the coins. But oh, did you, did you get it? I didn't. I th- actually, that was the same day I bought my Greek statue, and I thought that might be weird. <laughs> so, That's Herodotus. Herodotus. We don't know who that is. It's Herodotus. Okay. Um, you look stressed, Sister Moon. Kirstie Alley in wow. a Pier 1 commercial. Is that right? What year is this? In 2001. Oh, that makes sense. Maybe not doing... Now, is this a company spending way too much money for Kirstie Alley, who she thinks she's still very famous? There it is. Oh, it's really cool. Yeah, slot in the mouth. Um, I don't think they spent that much money on Kirstie Alley. With all of Pier 1's frames, posters, and frame prints on sale at 20% off. There's only like 10 more. I'm really taking this hard. I understand. Because of that goddamn COVID. February 9th. This is from the 90s. So it's a little more fucked up. It also looks very low budget for the 90s, though. Well, they came up with like a song for Pier 1. Yeah, it's like handheld camera work. It's very strange. Pier 1 was like one of the last bastions of safety for people like maybe your aunt who never like got married or like yeah. your mom or like like people who have worked and made a, a decent amount of money. And need a s- couple of safe white places to go, like Starbucks. Yeah, in a way, this really, this beats fucking Pottery Barn by a couple of years. Yeah, it does. But they like have, like... set it up. What was that? That looked like a man getting a blowjob. Hold on, wait a second. We gotta go back to this. What is this man doing? You'll see it. Did I just totally imagine it? No, oh, I saw it. Yeah. I, what the fuck was he that? He appears to have been coming while his wife uh, kissed him. What, did somebody splice in a Catalina video there? I think they might have. Holy shit. <laughs> I think they might have. This is just basically, uh, this is a bad one because there's no voiceover on it. Um, but don't worry, there's others. We got plenty more. This is my favorite wall. This is my favorite <laughs> Imagine having a favorite wall. Yeah, this is the wall my husband lets lets me decorate. What's my oh favorite my store? Pier One. Pier One. Pier One. We all have our favorites. Find your wow, look at all the people I going know. in. and They no. just showed a scene of 30 people <laughs> walking in and out of Pier One. Pandemonium like at the a, front door. It's like a bank run. Now this is the gesture tracking in the VCR. Yeah, this is the um, testimonial style video where people are like, the camera's moving too fast for this. this a lot is like of a lot strange. of like cocaine cuts. Yeah. Yeah, they're really like they're getting into like world music and shit. I remember they used to sell like Putumayo CDs there yeah. and stuff. Now this is the same people who would go then go to like Borders Cafe. Yes. For like and they always they thought that things would be good forever. You know what's fascinating? This person still exists. They're just not oh fuck. Carter and now some breaking news. Oh fuck. 2020 has been a terrible year along with COVID-19. Speak for yourself, dickhead. I can't believe Pier 1 import. <laughs> <laughs> along with Pier along with COVID-19 also right up there Pier 1 imports closing. This year is horrible. <laughs> Damn horrible. And it, and it's horribious. Oh, horribious. Yeah, that's a brand new word. Why Pier 1 imports? Why? Well, they didn't have a choice. I mean, uh, why Pier yeah, One? Why? Because yeah, we didn't budget well. Because people stopped fucking going there. 
Now this one, this video is entitled "Hitler is in Foreign Pier One is Closing Down." All right. The coffin? I knew many retail stores would struggle. This is very bad news for them. I just like hearing Hitler was a shit about Pier One. I, say, I feel like maybe the German video with the subtitles <laughs> didn't work on an audio podcast. Yeah, it's okay, but. it's fine. There's some people who have some German listeners, I'm sure they. That's from the movie Downfall, uh, where Hitler freaks out when Berlin falls. But um, yeah, so that's uh, those are our rips. That's pretty wild shit. <laughs> some pretty wild shit. You know, I had uh, another. Uh, I had another. Um, encapsulate to talk about but i think i'm going to save it till next week okay because it's about um a member of john cougar Mellencamp's band mm. and not it's not about music okay i'm just going to tease it all right well just that's a story we'll go hands off on that that is developing rapidly oh shit okay all right so all the all the facts aren't in yet well well you know that never stopped anybody <clears throat> fair enough did you know that uh heisen versus holyfield might happen in dubai i'm so excited for that i like that so much would you like fun. to go to dubai and fucking watch I, that i'd like to go to dubai just to go but yes absolutely i'd love to do that i love how they're doing they might be doing it in dubai i like that we said on the podcast that if it happens we would go and then the world was like all right you here, well, we, here you go i see in my head i was like oh it must be in like atlantic city Right, or exactly. like, or like, like Vegas. Vegas. Yeah, right, whatever. Sure, I'll go to Vegas. Go to Vegas. That'd be fucking great. I would get so drunk. You'd have to really babysit me if we went to Vegas. But here's the deal. Do we go? <laughs> like, I, I mean, I think about think about how much fun it looked. Did you ever see when we were kings? Yeah. Look how much fun everyone had on the plains to Kinshasa. Everyone yeah. was just chilling, having a great oh, time. Oh, when, when, when uh, the, the knockout happens and the rain starts falling, fuck beautiful. Fuck, god damn, beautiful, beautiful good. movie. Um, if we go now, it's gonna be like it's gonna be somebody holding their phone up in front of me. I'm not complaining like an old guy, but that would happen. Yeah. And then what? It'll be like a socially distant. Like, do I have to stand in I don't like think a lobby? Give a fuck in Dubai. I think that you're you're just. Oh no! If, I was there. thinking about Vegas, but yeah, in Dubai, I don't think they care at all. No, not. I mean, as long as there's not a hotel, like a towering fucking seventy-story <laughs> hotel on fire currently, they don't give a fuck. Yeah. Um, what I read is that it's um, easier than ever to get into Europe. It's harder than ever to leave. Oh, it should be the other way around because we're the country that has the most cases. But they're like, oh, well, you know, you want to come, come, and we'll, again, you know, I don't think you Dubai out. gives a fuck. I don't they, think Dubai. They gives they a look through your passport. They make sure you haven't been to Israel recently, and then you're good to go. Yeah, exactly. Um, we do have a bunch of questions. Let's do them. Let's, let's get into let's get that. Into Hang on one second. Let me get. Did you see the picture of the um, bar that's having the inner tube around Holy the? Holy <laughs> fucking hell! Yes. Um, <laughs> I mean, I guess we already did our our fucking hot on COVID thing, but yeah, like, well, it's just it's more of a it's more of a commentary on society. Really, I, but. It, well, I said this on on Instagram, and this is something people should understand. Irony is not good for you. It's not like being an ironic person is a prison, because it used to be like I don't know twenty years ago you could be ironic and people were just like, oh God, Roger's weird. Yeah, now Roger. all that happens. <laughs> When you're ironic person, sure, you're just in this bizarre prison where as long as you feel like you are in on the joke, people can humiliate you in unspeakable ways, like putting you in a, an adult walker. 
for example. Right. Ha ha, right? I mean, on the joke. My father said he'd no, rather walk. No, motherfucker, wa- you're in an adult walker. My father said that he'd rather, because he's getting to the point where his legs really aren't working, he said he'd rather walk in the woods and kill himself than use a wheelchair or a walker. And that's because your fucking father's a hero. Yeah. Father's, you know. My father asked, asked for not much in life. He likes to sit at his computer and watch shit. And he said, no, it's humiliating. Yeah. And I was like, that Agreed. made me think it's like a lot of the stuff is humiliating. No, so much of modern life is humiliating. And then you get the uh, fucking upper body strength is fascist people. Okay. 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 Trying to humiliate you. Okay. No more COVID. Wait, okay. 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 Andrew. Again, we're, this this isn't even COVID. No, no, this but is it's just modern all, life. It's all the fresh. You the, hate f- when I get high. You hate this. No, shit. I don't. Hate, I don't hate it at all. I hate it. I used to play fucking Alanis Morissette. Oh, but, that's true. But that's human true. is playing, and that can only mean one thing. <laughs> it's calming you down. Human. <laughs> human League is playing, and that can only mean one thing. All it's right, time for questions it. from the audience, and goddamn, you guys really delivered. Where's we my had. Fuck. I had hundreds of questions, and then I, I whittled them down to 20. Jesus Christ. Um, so uh, thank you for everybody. I appreciate that. Um, I'm going to get this out of the way. Shout out to Robbie Gower. Um, just need to shout them out. Shout out to loyal listener Sheila, currently living in Washington State. She's been uh, ride or die since the beginning. I consider her a personal friend of mine. And uh, she's the best, and she happens to really enjoy our program. So, shout out to you, Sheila. 55 years young today. All right. Thank you. Um, at the next live show, can we get a redo of the two-pound fudge challenge? I think it'd be great. Now, is Nick still Ishtvigana or no? Uh, I, we can get vegan. I'm sure they may. If they make vegan fucking blood, they really do. I think hmm. they can make vegan fudge. All right. Um, yeah, probably. I just, I, <clears throat> I think that was a different time in Nick's life. I don't know. If you can find some other, some other mark, we can do that. Yeah. He's, whatever. Uh, Andrew, have you been microdosing during quarantine? If so, does shit ever get extra weird? Uh, no, I have not. I, I lost my microdose connection when I left, yeah. and now I have no microdose connection. I have one guy in Albany who I could potentially buy from who has wanted to see me dead for about 15 years so I'm not going to ingest anything he ever hands me ever Um, but uh, also when you microdose things very rarely get like that you know usually you just feel very focused and nice and you like all of a sudden you like realize you just spent 20 minutes building a shelf but the shelf is really good (laughs) it's an odd thing but it's pretty good um, okay, uh, Andrew, have you ever watched Too Hot to Handle on Netflix? I don't think so. Okay, do you associate harmonica and songs with Roseanne? Um... This is like a lightning round. Okay, um, no. <laughs> I don't either, but that's a really it interesting... didn't even occur to me there was no, harmonica and Roseanne. But I, but I love that somebody asked that question because now I'm thinking, like, really harmonica-heavy show. Yeah, now, and, I, now I will. Um, what's the last interesting book or article you guys have read that you would recommend? Oh, God. You're heavy on books. Give me a second. I got to open my Kindle. I always read five books at once, so I never I, like I have trouble. I just finished a book named Self Help by Lori Moore, uh, a woman who lived in Glens Falls, New York, and worked at the Aviation Mall while re- while writing it. She's a nationally acclaimed writer, and the 
book is very Glenn's false in a lot of ways. Very nice. And it kind of blew my mind, and I, I read it pretty quickly. Um, I've been working on a couple of other books, including a book of Kate Bush's lyrics, which I have actually found wow, interesting. sort of profound. Um, I don't know. I don't <laughs> know if I would recommend any of these. Just say something. Just say something. Just say anything. Just say anything. Um, honestly, if you've never read Moby Dick... I like I, I read Moby Dick pretty recently. Very good book. Yeah, you know Her- Herman it. Melville. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite Polish joke? My quarantine babe is Polish, and I uh, I need some ammo. <laughs> How do you break a Polish person's hand? You kick him in the ass. Oh, I would st- I would just force her to mine. For you, you yeah. know, just force her to, to mine resources you need for the fucking front. Have her beg you for your for a pair of blue jeans. Yeah, perfect. And then make her wait in the make her wait in line uh, holding a plate to eat dinner. Excellent. Very second world yeah. over there. No, um, something about a screen door and a submarine. <laughs> just the classics. How many Polish people does it take to screw in a light bulb? Um, Why oh, did I the know. Polish get such a beating when we were kids? It's very strange. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know any Polish people. Yeah, I don't really know. I mean, we know a Polish person. We do now. Kristen Arowitz. He's very Polish. Donski Polski. No, I'm trying to think of other Polish jokes. You know, why don't I Google right now? Because I love Polish jokes and I love delivering them. Sorry, Polish people out there. Or people who claim to be Polish. Let me see the 23andMe, bro. Mm. I just typed... I probably am Polish. I just wrote in Google, Google. I love when that happens. Polish jokes. Or like I'll try like I'll I'll try and search something in my notes that I'm trying to Google because there's just a search bar. I'm like, sure, they're all the same, right? Alright, <laughs> while you search for this, okay. uh, let's see what we can find. Um Oh, actually here's one we already answered, kind of. Andrew in episode two thirty nine, you stated the wipers had three good albums, and the one is transcendent. What are they? <laughs> um that fucking Youth of America the fucking first one and uh, the transcendent one is uh, why can't I think of the name of this, this album <laughs> this, the, the one on A track the second one fucking uh, okay. Doomtown all that shit I don't know I can't remember the name my brain's not working too Andrew, well right did now. you hear about the Polish person I'm not going to say the word uh, did you hear about the Polish person who thought his wife was trying to kill him no on her night table he found a bottle of Polish remover. Oh my god. <laughs> wow. How do you sink a Polish battleship? I have no idea. And put it in water. <laughs> That's actually pretty funny. <laughs> Why did the Polish person put ice in his condom? I don't know. To keep all the swelling down. Wow. Holy shit. What happened to the Polish hockey team? No clue. They all drowned in spring training. <laughs> Jeez. Some of these are pretty good. <laughs> Why don't Polish women use vibrators? I have no idea. It chips their teeth. Uh, Why did the Polish person cross the road? I don't know. He couldn't get the dick out of his chicken. Uh, All right. Yeah, the Polish guy's fucking a chicken. I don't know. Um, Why are there no Polish doctors? I don't know. (laughs) Because you can't write prescriptions with spray paint. (laughs) (laughs) It's fucking mean. Um... How does every Polish joke start? How? By looking in the mirror. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Damn. Uh, what's the difference between a smart Polish person and a unicorn? I don't know. Nothing. They're both fictional characters. Oh, wow. All right. I kind of saw that one coming. A couple more here. Um, 
How did the Germans conquer Poland so fast? I don't know. <laughs> they marched in backwards, and the Polish thought they were leaving. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. Pretty good. How do you tell when the groom at a po- How do you tell which is the groom at a Polish wedding? I don't know. He's the one with the clean bowling shirt. Oh God. <laughs> how do you know if you're in front of a Polish firing squad? I don't know. They're standing in a circle. <laughs> 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 last one. Last one. I gotta go. Um, how do you know if a, a Polish person has been studying using a computer? I don't know. There's highlighter on the screen. Oh, that's good. Uh, I, I, I feel like I've heard that one before. Oh, boy. Okay, one more. One more. Come on. We always got to do one more here. Um, how do you ruin a... Uh, <laughs> how do you ruin a... How do you ruin a... Oh, fuck. How do you ruin a Polish party? How? Flush the punch down the toilet. <laughs> Because they're I making, assume they're drinking out of the toilet. Drinking out of the toilet. Wow. What happened to the Polish National Library that caused it to close? I don't know. Somebody stole the book. <laughs> <laughs> one more. Last one. Last one. Come on. All right, this is a kid's show. Um, why did the Polish person sell his water skis? Why? He couldn't find a lake with a hill in it. That's a bad one. Yeah, That's come bad. on. Come on. Um... Uh, what do Polish people do? What did Polish athletes do with all their gold medals? I don't know. Trick question. Oh, really good. Really running out of gas on these fucking Polish jokes here. Come on, man. <laughs> last one. Last one. No. No, <laughs> no that's, a, that's really mean. That's really mean. Yeah. Oh, uh, how do you get a Polish person out of the bathtub? How? Throw in a bar of soap. That's not even that good. Come on. Yeah. Um, Did you hear about the Polish guy who married an Amish woman? No. He drove her buggy. Oh, fuck. Pretty bad. We're really getting like sixth grade shit here. All right, all right, fine. Hold on. Just one last one. (laughs) Fuck. I think I've uh, expelled from jokesforus.com. Thank you for all the content. I really do appreciate that. Um, Did you know that Russia just bought 12,000 septic tanks? No. As soon as I learn how to drive them, they're going to invade Poland. Makes no sense. No, that doesn't make a lot of sense. Terrible. <laughs> Did you? Hear, this is a great one. Did you hear about the Polish helicopter crash? No. The pilot got cold, so he turned off the fan. <laughs> it's not bad. <laughs> not bad. <laughs> last one. Last one. I am begging you to stop this. Holy shit! Okay. <laughs> last one. Do you know why the new uh, football stadium they built in Warsaw could not be used? I know why. No matter where you sat, you're behind a pole. <laughs> Come uh, on. Thank you very much. Okay, and we still have more questions, so I mean the party's not over. And just like, please stop. Jesus fucking Christ. Did you hear about uh, South Korea, the uh, South Korea soccer, soccer game? No. Using sol- uh, solely attended by sex dolls? I thought this was a question. I thought it was a joke. I, I was, was like, a great no, idea. what the fuck was going to happen? No, they definitely did it, and I thought it was a great idea. They did. Uh, they had to apologize for it, which is very weird. Why would you apologize to the world for that? I don't know. For I using understand. sex dolls? It's not like people were fucking the dolls. It's Come also on. like, it's not like the world didn't know there were sex dolls, right? Like, there's, it's fine. Whatever. What's more uh, annoying? The coffee snob, the craft beer guy, or the whiskey aficionado? They're all the same person. They're all the same. It's a it's a morning. That is, it's a morning, noon, and night. Yeah. Uh, annoying. Same annoying person. Yeah. Um... 
Have you ever, is it weird, to slice every thin piece of cake and eat it sideways like pizza? What? Uh, take a piece of cake, slice it thin, eat it sideways like... Yeah, you like cut a cake If I can't thin. visualize it, yeah, that's weird as fuck. Is it weird to slice very thin pieces of cake and eat them sideways like pizza? Yes, I'm going to say yes on that. That's a little weird. Yeah. But go right. ahead, knock yourself out. Yeah, it's your cake. You bought yeah, exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. Seriously, it's legitimately your cake. Mango nuts. You want to be the girl with the most cake? Go for it. Speaking of whole, right? Oh, yeah. Girl with the most cake. All right. All right. Yo, uh, sword. Uh, I guess I'm reading all of these. That's fine. All right. Yo, sword guy uh, asking the hard hitting questions. We've all seen the pictures of the protesters bringing rifles and a rocket launcher into a subway. Have we? I have, yes. Cool or corny? I lean towards corny, mostly because I know one of these people whined about putting marinara on their tuna sub costs an extra buck. Uh, weird thing to think it's corny about, but I happen to agree. Yeah. Uh, I also don't believe that it is grassroots. When I post a picture of AstroTurf, when people do stupid shit like this, it's because I don't believe it's real. I think uh, these people who show up with guns at fucking, like... Doing these really spectacular things, and then, like at the last minute, like they show up at like the state house with guns and then leave. You know that's that's an act of loyalty, right? Like if you show up at the state house and you don't take over the state, that's right. an act of loyalty. So I don't <laughs> believe these are actually grassroots. This is right. yeah. This is like um, I mean, at least the at least Abby Hoffman and them were like blowing buildings up. And shit. Yes, exactly. At least I think the biggest threat to uh, to gun rights in the U.S. are fucking jamokes that walk around fucking uh, Chipotle with an AR-15. Yeah. Uh, please explain your worst experience in a public public restroom. Mm. Hmm. Is it weird? I can't think of anything. I mean, I've been in plenty of terrible public restrooms, but like, they're all just kind of universally awful. I want to say. Oh, no. I really do. Do I? I don't know. I have never told the story. Uh, Oh, my God. Oh, holy shit. (laughs) This is a gross story. Oh, fuck. Um, It was in Olympia, Washington. Okay. It was hot out. We'd been walking. The, the lady that I was staying with and me, we were walking because you have to kind of walk for a while sure. from Evergreen to downtown. And we went to a public restroom in a gas station and a 76 station to do stuff. Okay. Halfway through, her, uh, I'll make it like penthouse forum and say she was administering, uh, deploying her expert ministrations okay. on me, which was what a very penthouse forum thing to say. She fell backwards. Oh, no. On, landed on her ass. And she had been on her um, monthly her flow. Okay. And she was in a lot of pain because landing on the way she landed made her tampon mm, okay. go very deep inside. Sure. Her. Pull cue. Yeah. And she started, she yelled, ow, and we had already been there too long, and the woman running the place knocked on the door Ooh. and asked us what we were doing, Fucking fuck. and told us to use the entrance facing out, because it was a dual entrance, like you could enter from the inside of the gas station or enter from the sure. outside, because it was a kind of long time ago, and she um, ended up 
uh, having it stuck inside of her. Oh, my Lord. And blamed me. Hmm. And um, got didn't feel very good, and I ended up on the couch right towards the end of my time there. Wow, that is a really bad story. That's probably the worst story ever. Hmm. Yeah. I still don't have one. I'm still just like, <laughs> it's just gross. Andrew, in episode 239, you stated that the Wipers have three good albums. We did already. Okay, sorry, pal. It's all good. <clears throat> I'm just grooving over here. Andrew, you're a slim hunk. Oh, thank you. Please describe what you did to shake off the pounds. How carnivorous was it was or is your diet? Were you going hard on exercise or just eating proper? Um, I mean... Everybody who loses any weight wants to tell you how they did it, but like, yo, you do it by like taking taking notes and like paying proper attention to the right things. You know, like that's that's, that's how it works. Um, I don't know. You'll get like a get a good scale and a notebook and uh, and stop being impatient. Um, but I was very very carnivorous, like a lot. There was one week where I the only thing I ate was once a day I would have a pound of ground beef with one clove of garlic. And wow. that was it. And that wasn't even like... Did you cook it? Of, yeah, obviously. Okay. Um, but that was more about like... Uh, that was an exercise in dealing with uh, with lack. You know, okay. just like on this... You know, if if my life got this bad, could I live like this? And the answer is, yeah, it wasn't yeah, that bad. It was fine. Tasty. Uh, yeah, it was okay. All things considered. There's a meat shortage now. So. Uh, supposedly. I, uh, I It has not struck me yet. I see it all, I see it all over the place. Um, but yeah, no, pretty pretty carnivorous, and uh, yeah, there there's exercise as well. It's I I remember. Did you did you ever see the movie Narc? No. Uh, it's an okay movie, but Ray Liotta's in it, and he put on like thirty pounds to play the character. Okay. Then he shows up at like Conan O'Brien or some shit promoting the movie, and he's Ray Liotta again. He's all like slimmed down. All right. And they're like, "Oh, you put on all this weight? How'd you how did you take it off?" And I vividly remember watching this. I'm going. Diet and exercise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that, was, that was it. Um, yeah. So, yeah, like, I don't know. Try different shit. I always say if, like, I had awesome results doing that fucking four-hour body thing a bunch of years ago. Like, if you are impatient, just go ahead and do that shit and try it out. But, like... Four-hour body. You got to just... Uh, you, you, at some point, you wind up having to do the work. So just, you know, get, get your fucking mind into the mindset where you're doing it. Do the damn work. Do the damn work sometimes, exactly. you know? Hey, I've been listening for about two years and started around episode 150. Welcome. Beautiful. I had recently started from episode one. Oh, fuck. I've been working my way up chronologically, of course. Uh, Hans, you seem like you're in a lot better place than you were when the podcast started. Well, that is very true. From the first episode. Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Andrew, are you okay? I'm great. Andrew's always been the, the steady, like the constant... The Coast Guard to my Achilles. I don't know if that's Laura. true because I've definitely like I the past year was like a real fucking some rocky seas yeah. for me. But well, uh, you know, you were there for me. I was there for you. Yeah. You know, what are you gonna do? I think when I go back and I listen to old episodes and I hear me, I hear uh, I hear a man in prison. I hear a very scared man. Really? You know, absolutely. Wow. Yeah. We should go over that. And yeah, like a, fucking, a, a man who thinks that knowing how to use Excel is gonna get him somewhere. Fucking <laughs> no way. <laughs> I mean, I didn't want to tell you at the time. No, but. that's it. You know, you got you to gotta go through these things. Exactly. Um, and, you know, we're better for it now. Absolutely. I was the same way. I would be like, whenever I get a new job, I'd be like, this is oh, this, so, so good. This is this the is one. So, so good. And there's never, <laughs> but then I realized that there's never the one. No. When you live like this, when you have interests outside of the normal interests, 
you just get a job. It doesn't matter what it is, really. And you get a job, and the jobs are just... You basically... Uh, you either have a career, and you, the whole time questioning, should I do this? And then, But you're just doing it, and then you're on a weird career path. And you do things because you feel like you should. And then suddenly you're in this weird higher-level job where you're making decent money, but you still don't know what you're doing or where you're going. But you're 30, and there's things you want to do, but you don't feel like you can because you've been exposed to a lot of office culture 100%. where people don't even... Exactly. Like, that's so far... That's like kid stuff to them. That's so far beyond the realm. Like, people who wax poetic about their old offices. Like, oh, remember, the, remember back on... On, on Main Street, we had that one office with the blah, blah, blah. Like, that's what I hear every day. People were waxing poetic about the office, like the, the, the building, like the furnishings. That's all people are really... comfortable chairs. Yeah, that's all people really have going on in their life. Or you could live a life of chance and creativity and do things that make you fulfill you and if the fucking greatest feeling in the world and have a string of, you know, essentially meaningless office jobs. Yeah, and sometimes you're hungry. Yeah, you know that's how it goes. That's fine. Uh, I the, we released a record for every week uh, during the lockdown of like old shit, and some of it was stuff I'd never heard, and things that I could have been a part of, but I was like working in an office when those guys were, yep. you know, in Australia recording a record or whatnot. And I got to listen to these things, and I'm glad I wasn't there because I like how they came out. I think some of these are like really, really good records. But it also really made me sad to think about, like, yeah, like, I, there was some cool shit, and it was, like, making, like, a lot of money's real neat, don't get me wrong, but, like, I'm very, very happy now, as opposed to kind of happy and yeah. going to Mexico, like, yeah. like I was, you know, it's not, it's, um, no, yeah, it's, precisely. it's okay. No, so, I wish that you could have been a part of that. Yeah, yeah, it's sad. Yeah, so I'm going to make up for lost time and just do some real wacky shit like fly to Dubai with you to yeah. uh, to be special guests of Mike Tyson. Precisely. Um, well, see, I think, actually. Um, that's it, actually. That's it. All right. No, that's it. Sorry for the, uh, the fake out there, but that is, unfortunately, it. I love that I discovered the fade out button. Really fucking <laughs> cool. Now, we have misconnections. Yes. Um, if you'd like to cue those up, I guess I, I have them right here. Can I fade in? Probably not, right? You can. Oh, look at that. Oh, I think yeah, I why, can. Holy shit. Why can't, why can't you? Why couldn't you? Uh, I guess I kind of did. Ladies and gentlemen, misconnections featuring, well, called and curated by associate producer Hannah. Uh, we recently experienced the birthday. Happy birthday to you, Hannah. Um, also responsible for feeding Sean Duty some of the finest misconnections. It was like a perfect storm. If you haven't, if you haven't watched our last live stream, please go to the show notes. It'll be right there. We'll put a link in there. Well, actually, this is a week from. We'll then. still put a link we'll there. It's there. okay. Yeah, we're uh, we're trying to exist on Vimeo uh, at least part time until we can get the YouTube thing sorted out. Well, um, we you get the YouTube sorted thing. Yeah, YouTube thing sorted out by YouTube going out of business. So that's that's, <laughs> that's probably not going to happen. So yeah. here's the deal. If there's a situation where we are going to get a copyright strike or some other bullshit or some nonsense we know YouTube's not going to work with, we got we're gonna we're gonna do different ways. So we're figuring it out. There's going to be places to find videos. We'll do our best to make sure they're like a click away as opposed to two clicks. But just bear with us. It'll be good. In the meantime, 
check out the the Vimeo link in the show notes. Precisely. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, misconnections without further ado. Here we go. Chick-fil-A girls in parking lot in Brookfield, uh, outside of Milwaukee. Oh, this sounds fucking awesome. (laughs) I saw you and your friend eating lunch in the parking lot. That's kind of weird. You made a lot of eye contact, especially when you pulled out. (laughs) Huh? Uh, Let me know what kind of color your car... Let me know what kind of color your car were driving. Oh, boy. This person's Uh, drunk. What color? So that I can... uh, So that I know it was you. What kind of color? I hope you see this and get back to That's me. That's like a Lovecraft thing, like non-Euclidean geometry. <laughs> wow. Jesus Christ. Uh, Mr. Sink sub full time. Like a, like a sub. Like a sub, yeah, just <laughs> nonstop. Like a Debella's sub. Uh, Marinara's extra. I'm a dominatrix with 20 years experience looking for a, to own a sub full time. To own a sub shop full time. Mm, yeah, that's so cool. Debella's. <laughs> no sessions are playing around. Any age or sex, be prepared to date and combine house- households within a year. Fuck, she is mm. fucking... She is seeking a sub. like that. But that's basically like... What she just described there is like every like office woman's fantasy. Like, be prepared to, to date and combine households within a year. Yeah. So is that like... That is like that's like domination. Basically. That's... Um... Finding like somebody named Adam who's like, No, I love you. Yeah, that's a, that's a bigger part of culture than we let it on. Oh, sure. It's fascinating. This one's called Quarantine Driving Me Crazy. Oh, my God. That was the entire ad? Jesus. Oh, fuck. All right. Can't go to the club. Strip club's closed. Any stripper looking for generous mail? Holy shit. This and, is not the first one of these we've heard. <laughs> and fuck. real and serious. Want to make some extra dollar sign, dollar sign, dollar sign, dollar sign? I hear Peter Thomas in my head right now. She what? was never seen again. She was never seen again. Wow, Peter Thomas, if anybody didn't know who the narrator of Forensic Files was, Peter Thomas. Not the narrator of Forensic Files 2, which is some fucking nonsense bullshit. Peter Thomas fucking died. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, well, that explains why he did not get the job. Okay. (laughs) This one's called I Like... I take it back. (laughs) This one's called, uh, very creatively called, I Like Big Butts and I Cannot Lie. Mm. Uh, Sir Mix-a-Lot fan. Uh, Not from Seattle, but from Milwaukee. 50s, so that explains the old reference. 50s, well-endowed white professional looking for a partner in crime. If you are a stylish woman with some junk in your truck, I'm all yours. Oh, God. Junk in your truck. Junk in your truck. Yeah. It's like a bunch of coffee cups. Well, and fucking, like yeah, mold. empty Speedway cups and shit. And like, <laughs> yeah, I got a bunch of junk in my truck. Come on. It's a frying pan for some reason. <laughs> Dog carcass you forgot about. <laughs> what women want. I have some unopened, unused toys. I'm sure you do. Mm, yeah. Uh, the fucking the vibrator you buy at CVS. Yeah. In other news, I have a roll of yeah. sealing tape. <laughs> I have some uh, unopened, unused condoms. Oof. Bought for a woman, and we went our separate ways before. But because you bought her a bunch of toys, let a woman buy toys, and if she wants to introduce them into the bedroom, let her introduce them. Don't show up with a Hitachi and be like, "What do you think?" <laughs> I saw it on Koji. All right. I had a roommate who no. This is very this is, fun. This is on... Is dating a man. Um, this is on Alan. Yes. Definitely. Um, I remember, and that. I remember who, that apartment. Yeah. That oof. apartment was a dump. It was fucking really bad. Um, so it's a big staircase out front? Huge staircase. Ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I remember the, With that. the fucking... The bees lived in the lawn. Like, there was just like thousands of be- little beehives in oh, the lawn. Yeah. It was bizarre. You've, come a, you've come a long way, baby. Has, uh, has a guy she's dating. Mm-hmm. Um... Gay roommate moves out. One day she goes into her room 
and there is just like a box full of like lube and like dildos <laughs> and all this shit. And she calls the guy she's dating and is like, dude, what is your fucking problem? He's like, what? What? It's like, well, I just found your arsenal that you left here. And, and, you know, like, whatever. The guy's like, what are you talking about? Turns out the gay roommate left her all of his sex toys. Wow. <laughs> and she got mad and, like, tried to break oh up their God. boyfriend over it. Really good. That was his out. Yeah. Oh, I think they're married now, actually. Oh, so, yeah. Whoops. That was his out. Um, ooh, 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 whoops. <laughs> I have some, uh, blah, blah, blah. No need for them. If interested, let me know. Not interested in giving to men or couples. Not interested um, in giving them no, men. You this, scoundrel. This, this dude's like, he's, he's going to show up to your house. He'll be like, oh, thank you. I'm like kind of down now, but I really need to. Can I use the bathroom? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but he's like, oh, can I use them on you? Like, mm. that kind of shit. Not interested in giving to men or couples. I'll share pics of the items if you'd like. Location doesn't matter as long as it's in the Milwaukee area. So it matters. So it matters. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Uh, daddy, a grandpa, looking for a daughter, granddaughter. Yeah. Is that a fatwa? Not yet. I'm an older MWM. I'm an older MLM, multi-level marketing agent. Oh, that's so cool. Selling LuLaRoe. I'm looking for a <laughs> naughty daughter or granddaughter to help me sell LuLaRoe. I'm 60 years old and I'm clean cut and DDF. You must be able to host. I am employed. I am. Oh, Okay. Let's see if we can do this. <laughs> Let's see if we can do this. You're not a fucking copywriter, that's for sure. I'm available during the daytime, mostly mornings. No, Mar- you are married. so goddamn married. You must host. Oh. Available during the daytime. Fucking A. During the week, never on weekends. You're so fucking married. I'd still go for it, though. Uh, okay. See you at the donut shop displaying your... <clears throat> cream-filled dessert. Right. Yes, I love eat a female's creamy donut. Oh, fucking goddammit. I hope I can come by your place and eat it. Leave a number, and I'll text you the details. I think you just did. The details? <laughs> the details. I'll text you the details. I am a male-seeking female only. No fags. Wow. wow. Jesus Christ. People don't fucking play in Milwaukee. Yeah, no, no. Like, I, I get it. Like, if you're looking for a female only, you don't have to say that word. Get it. Uh, nice day for a walk in Grant Park, Chicago. Uh, cool. <laughs> it's good for to finally see the sun again. You see it every day. Yeah, right. It's good to finally see the sun again and a nice day for a walk. I'm thinking about taking a stroll in Grant Park today to enjoy the nice weather. Any ladies that are voyeurs and oh, want to catch no. a show oh, of what I do when I step it. off the path. Good God. White male, HWP, Hispanic white person. Uh, highway proportionate. Above average size here, which means uh, you're talking about his, uh, he's like a bigger than usual. He's sure. Like, he's like Walter Hudson. It's Andre the Giant. Remember Walter Hudson? And it is what me in the park. <laughs> uh, I drank 37 beers. I'm not drunk. <laughs> Remember Walter Hudson? No. He was an above average person of an above average size. He was famous for being the guy who went on Geraldo begging for somebody to cut him out of his house because he was so fat. Oh, yeah, this guy, absolutely. And he went on Howard Stern and, uh, like, was on, like, a fucking, like, forklift. And they had to, like, go to, like, a rec center and interview him. It was really weird. Yeah. Anyway, above average size here. Very fat. Speedway. How... (laughs) Del, Del, uh, Powell and Putes. Uh, I was sitting in the Speedway parking lot on Howell and Putes. Of course you fucking were. 
And you pulled up in your white car with pink trim. I oh, saw that's you. The the color of white and pink. Yeah, of course. Uh, and I thought I saw you, and I thought instantly, that's my future wife. Oh God. Uh, I hope you see this, and we can chat. I was in a van. <laughs> Cool. Uh, working for FedEx, no doubt. And I'm sure you uh, saw me check you out a few times. Your tattoos were super sexy. Tell me what color my van was, and tell me what your tattoos are. Ugh. And let's chat. Wow. Damn it. I couldn't cue up the Law & Order sound in time for that one. Kong, Kong. Kong. Yeah, like, oh, wow. Put that, you should put that on the sampler. Yeah, but. whoops. Trucker wanted. <laughs> When Sean Diddy says oh. truckers, it truckers. gets me every time. Truckers! Here visiting. Looking for a safe over-the-road trucker. Wife always want to do it in a semi-truck. Must be secure. I don't mind hobby watching. See, the reader like Sean Diddy is the best. If that sounds like you, send a pic, spelled P-I-C-K, like oh guitar God, pick, yeah. and leave contact number to speed, in quotes, things along. Selling speed like a good wow. trucker would. And then on the bottom it says, thanks. Oh, thank you. <laughs> this one's called Suck Me Now. Oh, fuck. All right. Come suck me off of the railroad tracks. Wow. This is some Glenn's Fall shit. Come suck me off of the railroad tracks. Email me your gender and age, and I'll tell you where to come. Looking for ASAP. Wow, wow. wow. Okay. Fucking, he's going, he's going into the woods looking for some new cock to suck. Jesus. Any horny women in Hibbing, which is in uh, Minnesota, northern Minnesota, actually. Uh, so any, no. Any horny women in Hibbing? My name is Michael, and I am seeking a gal with a nice, clean vagina to fuck in Hibbing, Montana, Whoa. Hibbing, Minnesota. Age is not an issue. I currently don't have the means to send pics. However, I'm no Quasimodo. So if okay. you're looking for a hookup for some XXX fun, like listening to Earth Crisis, yes, <laughs> <laughs> listening to Final Exit, uh, kindly respond, winky smile. P.S. I am COVID-free, lol. Oh, well, that's gracious of you, How do you to know, mention then? that. Yeah, okay. right? Female one-timer steady F-buddy wanted. Why would you censor yourself on such a vile site? 18 to 68 only. That's a pretty wide what? swath. That is every woman. <laughs> that's that is the oh. life expectancy of women. Uh, I am in need for sex. How about you? Oh, my God. Seeking God. a clean, STD-free, slender-ish type gal. 18 to 68 with a nice, tight vagina. Well... Clunk, clunk. Clunk, clunk. Clunk, 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 clunk. With a nice, tight vagina that wants to have fun. The vagina wants to have fun. With a nice, tight vagina that wants to have fun and that's living in Hibbing. Wow. What is going on in Hibbing? Jesus. Well, let me tell you to you straight. I love to fuck, suck tits, lick pussy and anus. <laughs> what? Fuck. God damn it. <laughs> Uh, uh, Emma Nice. This, man, this person seems disabled. <laughs> I love, hey, you know what? You know, I mean, I don't know what you heard about me, but just let me let me just break it to yeah, you. Yeah, let me uh, let's, uh, let's clear all your assumptions. Let me just clear about all your me. assumptions. Uh, I'm a man who loves to fuck, suck tits, lick <laughs> pussy, and anal. I like suck tits. That's a that's a very suck under it's an underrated sex move. I like to suck tits too. Uh, I like <sighs> to fuck, suck tits, lick pussy, and anus. Uh, I am a nice and fairly decent-looking straight guy. You don't say. Mm, Tim wow. Riggins over here. Yeah, you fucking have a desktop computer and a computer desk. <laughs> fucking idiot. Can come pick you up if you if you don't have transportation. Oh yes, please come into my stranger car. Prefer to fuck at my place. No offense. If interested, please reply ASAP. P.S. No crazies, please. 
Yeah, you're already crazy for yeah, crazy right. enough. Right, Jesus. Andrew, I have a question for you. All ears. Will you help me with my fantasy? Yes. Yes, uh, I will. Well, I like to be. I don't. Let me read it to you first. I like to be tied up and stuffed in front of a camera, or uh, with other people watching, or it can be a group of girls, guys, even just one person. But the idea of being tied up, stuffed. Has me hard as fuck. You had better download the fuck out of that consent app. Holy shit. <laughs> and passed around like a pet has me excited. Let me know if you can help. I might be able to host. If you can, I'm a white male, 31. I live in Duluth. I could travel. Send me a pic. Tell me what you had in mind for me. No, I, can, I don't think I can help you with that. Oof. Sweaty natural girl. Mankato. Okay. Looking for a girl to get really sweaty. Like play like pick up basketball yeah, for a couple just hours. Yeah, like fucking hop on the treadmill for a minute. <laughs> the, the Tony yeah. Little Gazelle. Um, <laughs> the Tony Little Gazelle. My God, that's fucking great. I totally forgot about that. That's a good commercial to look up. Oh yeah. Um, looking for a girl to get really sweaty and then sit on my face. Oh, boy. We'll prefer ones who keep things natural down there, but not picky. We'll give anything to make this happen. Anything. Anything. My my fucking mortgage. I'll sign it over to you. My mortgage on behind My Alienware laptop. <laughs> the girl next door, I love boob sex. Wow, okay. The girl next, sto next door, next I love... Store. Yeah, I love boob sex with the star, like the cosmic emoji. Oh, wow, okay. Uh, I'm a young, hard, working girl. Go to college as well, but so no time for anything serious. But lately, I've just been finding myself attracted to older men. Just looking for discreet men. That was it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, anyone on the south side need a discreet BJ? Yes. White, athletic, height-weight proportionate guy here looking for a regular bud to suck. Oh, I was looking for more of a bro. <laughs> I know. The other bros, like, JL, like, a bro is more of like a jerk-off buddy. Mm. But a bud is somebody who would, like, suck your cock and you just suck each other's dicks and then you want to talk about it. Um, looking, looking for a regular bud to suck. Very discreet and clean. No reciprocation needed. A nice, easy blow-and-go situation. Please send me a pic. Married moves to the front of the saddest line on Earth. <laughs> Holy shit. In Houston. That's the fucking line outside of the Pier 1 right there. <laughs> this one's called Miss Eating Pussy. That's actually my new roller derby name. Oh, wow. Miss Eating Pussy. Pretty good. I'm so horny. Send me a face pic. I'm a feminine, olive-toned, slim, thick lesbian. What a slim, thick. Uh, fat. Yeah. That's what um, that means. Like a big gal. Uh, I'm very girly, bubbly, and fun. I have blonde hair, brown eyes, a small waist, and I'm fit. People say I look like a mix between Mariah Carey and Topanga from Boy Meets World. Do they? Without <laughs> Why don't the, you supply a face pick? Without the ginormous boobs. Instead, I have a ginormous butt. Oh, boy. LOL. No men, couples, uh, transsexuals, BBWs, AA. What's AA? Fuck is A? African American? I think it's African American. Whoa. Or open relationships. Wow. I mean, she, you know, she's, she's, you try to tell Miss Eating Pussy what to do. Yeah, fair enough. Hey, I'm Miss Eating Pussy. I'm here for my loan interview. <laughs> Oh, yes. Sit down. Excuse me, Miss Pussy. Uh, is that your real name? Yes. It says that it's so on my... I had it legally changed when I was in a, a drug relationship. It was a really hard... And she like, tells the, the bank examiner all of the fucking so travails. Long. 
she's been through and he's like okay well so you're opening a donut shop uh, what do you have a like a proof of concept or like a statement of work or anything like no i just really just need money <laughs> <laughs> oh okay well let me talk to my uh, the bank manager and he's going gets a cup of coffee comes back he's like oh i used to no. love doing that shit when i knew somebody wouldn't get approved for a fucking car loan yeah. this is like go and walk like stretch see what everyone else is doing come back like oh, i'm sorry you're not it's not gonna work um, not gonna work no space car for you pal yeah, a lot of fun uh i'm looking for uh this one's called I'm Looking For. I'm Looking For. I'm a disabled man looking for a woman with small tits and a big ass to come over and fuck me. The preferable, she looks like Mariah Carey and Topanga from Boy Meets World. She looks like uh, fucking Jody Watley crossed with uh, fucking... <laughs> Fucking Ann B. Davis from the fucking Leave It to from the fucking Brady Bunch. Pretty good. I was gonna say cross with Jody the Ghost Pig from the Amityville <laughs> Horror, but whatever works. <laughs> Jody Waddle. She looks like a fucking um, Jane Child crossed with fucking I don't even know. Bronson Pinchot. Bronson Pinchot. Kimmy Gibbler from fucking <laughs> like Family Matters, Family Ties, whatever the fuck that's called. Uh, I'm a disabled man looking for a woman with small tits and a big ass to come over and fuck me. I don't post pics on the internet, so don't ask. Don't worry about it. Yeah, no one's asking. No, we're good. Uh, I Google big, I Google small dick, get a million results. <laughs> uh, please be nice and respectful and clean as I am. Please mm. be patient as well. I'm a disabled man. If any ladies are interested after all of this, after I've explained all of my fucking shortcomings, please let me know. Okay, I will. <laughs> McDonald's Coke. Woman for men. Oh, okay. Meds. Oh, that says McD's. Even with the glasses, I'm fucked up. McD's Coca-Cola is so much better than Coca-Cola out of something else. Anybody know why? Because I don't get it. Possibly solve this mystery together this Wednesday. I am by Washington Park. So text me, and let's see what we can find. Here's my digits. And then there's the phone number. Wow, is this Washington Park, like, across the street from us? Hell yeah. yeah. All right. I want you to watch me wave my magic wand. Wow. This is what I don't understand. How many opportunities do you think a woman has to watch a man jerk off in any given day? Uh, like, like many. Hundred. Yeah, like, it's... Any, like, I, I think, like, maybe, like... I'd say probably 75% of guys would be like, yeah, you want to watch your girl? Like, what do you, what do you think you're offering? I'm very confused. Well, uh, this one's called, this last one called Big Nips. Okay. Looking for a female with big nipples. GL Young M here. What does GL stand for? Good I'm not, looking. Good looking. Okay, great. GL Young M, good looking young male here. We can just say good looking young male. Uh -huh. G, good looking, good looking young male here looking for a serious woman. Who wants to get played with? I love big nips, by the way. <laughs> uh, yeah, we caught that. Yeah, and then there's a laugh, lol. I don't care what you look like, just hit me up. You don't have to, but send a pic to get anywhere fast. Looking all day. I love big nips. Fucking Jesus. Wow. There it is, that's it. Alright, wow, what a fucking loon. <laughs> fucking lunatic. You know, I just realized now we can't do less connections without Sean Diddy. They're just not. I know, God, he really fucking wrecked the grading curve. Fuck yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. All right, well, it's been uh, it's been, been an hour thirty-eight. All right, we're good. Uh, why don't we do our sponsors and then get, get the fuck out of here? Okay. 
Without further ado, uh, OlderGhost.com, of course, OlderGhosts.com, and OlderGhost on Instagram. Vintage clothing uh, for vintage prices. Jesse makes sure that vintage is available to everybody, not just people who can afford it. If you won't see any $75 t-shirts here, she's uh, a vintage person for the people. Um, I won't say any more. Just go to OlderGhosts.com and to find all of your vintage clothing. She's shipping uh, a bunch. There's no slowdowns. She's working as hard as she can, so uh, I don't know if you've experienced any trouble with, with ordering or whatever, but uh, you won't experience that with older ghosts. Also, uh, RedderCoffee.com, RedderCoffee.com, the pride of Oakland, California. It is a coffee subscription service where you will order coffee uh, two times a week, month to your doorstep. Delicious coffee, different blend every time, cool artistic bags, and they even give you a cool cardboard box that you can use for other things once the coffee is sadly gone. That is uh, rhetoriccoffee.com. Also, uh, dambassini.com. Dambassini is a photo photographer extraordinaire. His photogravure, No Invite Volume 7, is now out. Uh, reach out to him at dambassini.com. He made us look like a million bucks. Imagine what he can do for you. And that's it. Very cool. Oh, also, Ryan Van Wick has a Patreon. Ryan Van Wyck has a Patreon. Is that right? Yes, he does. Nice. Uh, I, I would instruct you to go to our Patreon first and then donate a dollar and then go to Ryan Van Wyck's Patreon and uh, take a look. Good on him, man. Get after that money, Ryan. Get that gold. What, what, rusty? Rusty. 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 Is this Rachmaninoff? This is, no, it is not. This is Shostakovich. Oh, my God. All right. Be good, y'all. See you next week. Um, Peace in the Middle East. Shake the fools. Shake the fools off, man. Stand up. Summon the fools. Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There's, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. 
Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today. And uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.